0: Now. Nope, not going to do that.
1: (laughs) It's still funny.
0: (laughs) Listeners, welcome to Book Record Beer Season 4, Episode 5. We have a Nick Gregorio cast for you today. Hell yeah. It is the nerdiest of all casts (laughs) yet. Yeah. I think so. We have to qualify (laughs) yet. I think it is the nerdiest one, which is great. I can't wait to get into it. Uh, Ladies, gents, and everyone who's listening i am one of your hosts nick Mahalik. i am joined as always by my two good buds firstly
2: our pecker today <laughs> our pecker today
1: <laughs> mr nick Gagoyo. oh hi there jeepers creepers i'm, I'm that's how weird, are you I can't now do oh. <laughs> let's, let's drop the Okay. Uh, <laughs> i'm back <laughs> great to see you good to have uh, good to be here again. Thanks Nick. I uh, appreciate it. It's good to have
2: yourself. Uh, <laughs> Daniel DeFranco, how are you? I am good and I will not be doing the accent today. Well, here's the reason
0: and and I I was saying this to you guys before. The reason it's I'm going to slip into it. So I want to qualify I'm going to punch you and, right across the face. That's fine. And you know what? That's <laughs> all right cuz I realize that can get annoying and I'm 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 in the wheel. I've been trying to do and replicate something like that accent for quite a while. Cause my relatives spoke that way and they're all dead now. And I've really been trying to to figure it out <laughs> for real. I had a character in a story that spoke that way. And I try, I like stood in front of the mirror. You know, how you do that and you try and figure out like, what's the, mm. what's, what's the way I can write that. So people get that sense of it. Uh, Cause it's not
2: Minnesota really. And you, and you found it in the letter. Kenny. And I found it in the letter. K. Right. How
0: are you now? <laughs> Yeah, doing a podcast with your boys the other day. <laughs> this guy, we're
2: fucking eight seasons in. This guy
1: finally all, of a sudden, all of a I, sudden, Well, you know what? He finally nails an accent. Yeah.
2: Four,
0: <laughs> four years go by and I finally get one. All right. Let's get into it. So uh, today we will be digging into the graphic adaptation of the first in the old English epics, Beowulf.
1: Yeah. And, and emphasis on graphic.
0: Yeah, it's a graphic <laughs> novel and very graphic. Oh, I see yeah, you See what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Way more graphic than... Um, anything. Than anything. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. There's. The, it's, yeah. it's grotesque. We'll talk about it.
0: We'll talk about it. And uh, you picked... I don't want to mispronounce it because there were a couple... It was conflicting when I looked it up. People, yeah. how they I, pronounce that. How the name do you pronounce of the band the name of the band? Uh, Gygax. Gygax. Yeah. Uh, named after the... Co creator of D D. This is why I said it's going to be the nerdiest yes. Leonard Gygax of all casts.
1: Um Yeah. I th-
0: double stroke man that guy. <laughs> yeah.
1: And listen, that 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 band, when I heard the name, uh I was like, I gotta fucking listen to that. Pop popped a Gygax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh I'm very excited to talk about this album, which is High Fantasy, which came out uh last year. Yep, twenty nineteen. Yep. They've released three every uh three years, three albums. Right, yeah, 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 and then, of course, uh, all d and d themed as well,
0: right, yeah. yeah, which is interesting, um, and we'll get into that in a little bit. I'm not going to you know divert just yet, and our beer you you went on a a somewhat recent journey,
1: yeah, so we have uh a beer from The Alchemist, which um you God, we
0: are such a privileged bunch, yeah, oh, man' Let's be drinking and some of these beers you bring back for us, <laughs> Oh, man.
1: this one's a real treat, this one's called luscious. It is, um, uh, you're the, sure about it now because yeah, uh, I really fucked up at the cast. end of the last one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it is black, like slimy, delicious. It's wonderful. So
0: it's where, uh, Grendel and his mom live.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, we're I,
0: pulling it from the underside of that swamp more.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go. You're nice. dredging it up from the bottom. You know what I mean? That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's
0: in, it's in that little bubble. Uh, wherein they live. All right, I am excited. I am excited, and um, cause I I I too am quite a nerd.
1: Yeah, you know?
0: I think we're all nerds in our own right. Daniel's in no way agreeing. Uh, <laughs> I'm checking my emails. <laughs> oh, so confirming, confirming. <laughs> yeah, is what he's right. Doing. All right. So, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to introduce you fellas, right? As if I were to introduce you fellas as epic poets. I like how would I introduce you? So uh, this this is the way I went, because if I'm being perfectly honest, when you suggested this, I was like, son of a bitch, because it's one of the the only epics that I don't um, that I really don't like to teach, really. And that's the big thing is like, I don't mind it so much, but I don't like to teach it for a few reasons. And then when I did some research, I was like, oh, that's why I don't fucking like to teach it. (laughs) <laughs> um, well let's jump in because I'm going to feel like he was person. ready to
2: introduce us and then he just and then he just <laughs> went on a His opinion had yeah. <laughs>
0: like I can fucking hate this. No, 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 no. No, no. No. No, 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 no. No, no. Let me introduce you Daniel. Mm-hmm. You my friend, are Geoffrey Chaucer. Oh. Wow. This is That's why, a good one. High nice. So, uh for anybody unfamiliar, Geoffrey Paul Chaucer. Paul Bettany. Wait, was is it, a, wasn't he was syphilitic? <laughs> <laughs> Who wasn't? Wasn't everybody? Uh, he uh <laughs> He was the first to write in in the closest English to ours. Um, So he's writing what we now know as the Canterbury Tales, the unfinished epic. uh, That is a journey on a pilgrimage, supposed to be hundreds of tales, ends up being about 27 uh, and that's not to say I picked it because you leave your work unfinished. In no way am I trying to associate that. The reason I picked Jeffrey Chaucer
1: that was still a dig for you, <laughs> Daniel,
0: uh, is because he was and this is one of the reasons why I like him, uh, a diplomat. He walked between worlds. Right. So he's sort of a middle class dude. Yet the king gets him to translate the Bible for him. He's also writing the Canterbury Tales, which is literally what moves the English language beyond uh just this slang of the proles you know you're writing in french or latin at that point if it's if it's gonna be anything of worth he writes an epic in english the working man's tongue right and uh and and you know i think he does a lot for us which i think you do as well i appreciate that thanks That's for th- pushing the art forward my friend that
2: must have been the nicest one absolutely it was four, four seasons in
1: makes me kind of nervous about what i'm gonna get yeah
0: <laughs> nick agora you are ovid Oh, I'm over it, huh? Yeah, because all you're doing is peering over the shoulders of greater writers. <laughs> oh, Jesus, <laughs> that's how I chose it. That was I mean- the meanest thing I've ever
1: <laughs> that's ever been said to me. And I've read negative Goodreads <laughs> reviews about my book, and that was meaner.
0: <laughs> I, w- I wanted to start. If you notice, I started with a dig, and, you know, oh, and then I'm clarifying dig, that's not why I chose it. Dig, you threw me in a fucking grave. <laughs> If anyone's unfamiliar, Ovid is the uh, uh, Italian epic um, poet who um, basically takes the Greek gods and makes them Roman. Um, however, the reason I chose it is not because of that. I, I actually like Ovid uh, quite a bit more than Homer. Hmm. And the reason why is because Ovid has this very, very unique obsession with prequel. And origin. And that's why I chose him for you because I think you too have a, a, a mind of like, where did this come from? How the fuck did it get here? I need to know that so that the story can be better. And uh, and thing. in fact, um, he had my favorite, uh, you know, uh, sort of like, I guess, story from that entire pantheon is, is the one of Tiresias in there. I think it's fantastic. I love it. He wrote it. Beautiful. And so that's why I chose him for you.
1: And I'm Italian. Or at least I have an Italian Dude, last name. I night. literally
0: have that written there and I skipped it and I don't know why. Hey, I, hey. It's, it's, the first thing it says is Ovid, parenthesis, Italian, <laughs> who's interested in prequels. <laughs> That's my note. But I went on this whole <laughs> no. tear and forgot the first thing. Hey, <laughs> yeah, it's also Italian. Hey, yo.
1: Standing on the shoulders of giants. Yeah, yeah, you know what, you saying? Know what no I'm saying? No big deal. Hey, Italians them. don't hurt people. Sometimes people get hurt. <laughs> but sometimes, you know,
0: <laughs> there might be an way window or something. <laughs>
1: Uh, Nick Mahalik, if
2: you were, if I were to introduce you as an epic poet, yes. Well, first let's define epic poetry. Okay. You've got a, you've got a hero. We,
0: okay. We tell
2: a tale. All right. From before our time. That's,
0: but, but that's not entirely uh, true. Listen,
2: let me define. Okay. Uh, this a, is your work. A loose, debit. a loose definition. Okay. Okay. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh There's a hero from a time before ours, and they go on some type of quest where they. Where they slay many adversaries and foes. Yeah, the hero's journey. Yes, has to be a
0: part of this. Yes. Yeah. And so we have, have some sort of usual. Uh, you know, these are tragedies. So some sort of um, hamartia. Yes. A tragic flaw.
2: If you were an epic poet, you would be one. Pete Townsend. <laughs> The author, the
0: biggest insult of all. <laughs> That's amazing.
2: The, the author of Tommy, probably the greatest <laughs> epic poem ever. This is a this is a huge compliment. <laughs> Nick, it's a, it, it, this, Shaw
0: plays a mean pinball. He
2: was a deaf, dumb, and, and blind yeah. kid.
0: I mean, I I I couldn't be more happy with your choice. Yeah, I really love it. That's amazing.
2: I mean, he theater. was a pinball weezer. W- wizard. Yeah, he was a wizard. pinball a wizard. weezer. Pinball. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds like a oh, weezer pinball machine. Dude. That'd be fun. The most, I was in
0: Pittsburgh recently. Pinball, pinball is ever. huge. In pin what? In Pittsburgh, they have private like you need to know the code to the door to get into the club pinball clubs see
1: that's where i'm at because i'm just like just let me fucking play no dude it's like a it's, it's, it, no
0: dude it's like a, it's like a, uh, a it's not like exclusive like you're oh. a douche it's like your buddies man and it's and and then you got all the booze you want you know what i mean in there and stuff like that it's fantastic
1: i like all the booze you want. when
2: you said the biggest pinball of machine
0: a bit be like town i want to say
2: yeah I, I i i in my head i picture this giant Alice <laughs> in Wonderland,
0: like yeah, you, you can't. <laughs> you and your <laughs> buddies like need on seven one men side. <laughs> to push the paddle. Yeah,
1: my God, you need at least twenty to pull that fucking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: There's like just a line, with a rope out the door. Pull! They're in the alleyway. Let it go! <laughs> go 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 go! <laughs> yeah, it's like deafening. Everybody's. Yeah. Got Nicely done. I. uh nice. it, it, It's interesting because your definition reminded me that like. I obsess over um, Hesiod because he catalogs all the gods. Like, you know, they're all mm-hmm. over the place, and he's the one who puts them all together. I always see myself as, as Hesiod because that's what stunts me from writing uh, sometimes because I need it to be cataloged and put together in this, like, way.
2: Oh, uh, regular you know, life doesn't work. Tolkien over here.
0: Yeah. So interestingly, thank you for segueing, right? One of the well-known translations for uh, Beowulf is Tolkien's. Right, and we would think that Tolkien would do a really good job of this. His is one of the worst, I would argue, <laughs> frankly. You know, it's it's like kind of it's kind of it's kind of shitty. And I really thought, and so that's my uh, with these epics, right, to introduce this whole thing of, of of epic poetry. As teachers, we often have to, as teachers of English, we often have to to address this. We have to fucking get into it and you know you have these different translations you have the Iliad and Milton's is fantastic and this other guy's is just total garbage and then you have Ovid's translation and, you know it goes on and on the translation makes such a big fucking difference absolutely you know and when you get into Beowulf you're presented with even more issues um, because we're talking about old English and we're talking about an old English that you know and for anybody who's unaware just a little bit of background you know Beowulf uh the the reason we have Beowulf is from one shitty copy right. um, from about, what, like 1100 or, yeah, or something like that? And it was, it was like really badly burned in a fire in the 1700s, and that's all we got, you know?
1: Yeah, and, and interestingly enough, um, the tale was probably told or, or beginning to be told in the oral tradition about around when um, it w- there was still pagan tradition and then oh, yeah. you have the guy who his one copy the copy that we got is the one that infused it with christianity um which is really interesting right um but also um like people's like it's the it's a christian text which i fucking disagree with but right cuz the old um, thing is you,
0: you, you have to keep in mind what we're talking about here is 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 a time period where you have uh from from 400 right to about 1200 is, is that 800-year that span is, is where Old English is spoken. And you, and you have the Anglos coming in, uh, taking over uh, after the, the Romans, you know, become uh, lessened in their power, right? So that far reach of their empire, namely the British Isles, uh, they're not really putting people out there to hold on to that territory. So then Anglos come in, they take it over, and then what we have is a, a, a sort of just like this really interesting call – to like agree with immigration (laughs) because the mixing there has them who people saw as like savages, uh, essentially being right on par with the rest of Europe and these other really developed parts of the known world uh, with their art and with their language and different things like that. We see it start to escalate. Um, And from there, the Normans come in and it gets a little bit fucking wild. Right. And interestingly, (coughs) the, for the year 1066. The the uh w- if people are unaware, um, our hero and 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 where this takes place is uh in the uh, uh Nordic countries, right? Yep. So you have essentially Beowulf is is arguably he's a geet, arguably from Sweden. That's where a lot of people would say, right, the lower part of Sweden, and um and then he goes uh to uh to the Danes, yes, right? to help him out. Um, And that's where our story begins.
2: In medius res.
0: Right. Milly action. So the Danes are being fucked so hard by this man-eaten monster named Grendel. Dude is impenetrable in terms of weaponry. You can't get him at all. Uh, There's no way to do it. So, of course, um, our aging, really highly respected king has to sort of like Swallows pride a little bit and take the assistance from Beowulf, this fighter uh, hero who um, operates. And you guys, uh, this is my first thing I would love for you to weigh in on. It seems that one of the themes that does remain, whether it be in the graphic text that we're looking at today or the epic itself, um, is that Beowulf operates on this principle of when there is an opportunity for greatness. Or glory. F- for glory, for 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 courage to be sort of like grasped, um, then one must take it. Like that's the it seems to be the only thing he really operates on. Well There's that was this the only thing gold that did that, that was stuff. it.
1: Like money and or gold and that's a and big pro- part of it though. Right. But it was a secondary part of it. It was like that's what you get it's a for your glory, yeah, right? It's, it's, right. It's, it's, like it's the glory was the goal, right? Yeah. And like if you died, you still got glory, you know, because right. you were you're, you were then uh, added to the the epics of the age, the songs of of the time.
0: And and so one of the things that that um that was really interesting to me that I made a uh, a note of was you know when we're looking at this, like, are we now? there's this note at the end um and and it 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 goes along with this principle and and beowulf says it it's basically like talking about how when you're in a time of peace you know you're not familiar with this call to action you're 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 not as well versed with recognizing it nor um uh, uh grabbing it when it when it presents itself right and so i was wondering like what your thoughts were with this this concept of 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 essentially becoming Templi when uh when we're in a time of peace where you know we don't necessarily have to confront or encounter um our fears in time of peace you know and what is that what does that do for us as 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 a race like a human race like we've been in in the in the you know majority of the first world right uh, a a relative peace for near eighty years. Right. And so I'm wondering, like, is is this a muscle that needs tending to stay taught or is it something that's inherent to us that when we see it, recognize the urgency or necessity, we're able to. To grab it, to to, to be able to embody it. And, and 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 is that part of us to the, this 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 courage, I guess you could say, or, or this ability to uh to um persevere overcome that which uh um threatens us
1: well so I'm, I'm good that's an interesting question um so i'm a i'm a i'm a beowulf nerd i've read i mean tolkien's recently but burton Raffel and, Raphael and, and Sheena, Seamus haney um what
0: about uh my fave is uh chick-a-ring.
1: didn't read that one okay but um i recently read haney and Raphael over again to to because I love it. I, I read them occasionally. I've taught them for years. Um, what I've found is that recent adaptations, including the 2007 film by, uh, that I loved and everybody on the, else, on the, on the earth hated, um, and then with this. Angelina? Yeah. Um, you know, she's Slovakian. Is that right? In any case. How about that? Um, How are you now? <laughs> uh, with this graphic novel, as well as um, a modern adaptation that came out last year, which was a novel um they they take that concept of like that g- seizing courage for glory where where you where you can grab it and flipping it on its head like especially in this book because beowulf is portrayed as a monster in this book you think so i absolutely do oh um, interesting um <clears throat> i mean just from the cover art alone i mean we can post this on the internet but like literally it's i Beowulf's, thought that was wonderful that yeah. was
0: one of the i mean just visually yeah the the art in here is 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 fantastic yeah. i Turning any epic any poem into a, a a graphic novel and I want to talk about that in a little bit just the the translation of 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 uh, media mm-hmm. or medium rather um, is a little tough for me uh, frankly because of 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 what's lost. Mm -hmm. you know in that translation um but there were certain things in this that i thought were absolutely fantastic and stunning and 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 the cover really is very cool because we have uh grendel uh being the primary illustration on the front and then there's a sketch uh dear listener of beowulf atop it and it it they're one essentially you really can't fucking tell the difference It's an in incredible fact, image. when you first look at it you really don't know you're like why are his teeth in his nose right. and then you go oh fuck that's uh, grendel underneath yeah yeah so, so continue i'm sorry
1: um no it's all right um so it's obviously it's beowulf superimposed over grendel um and throughout the story beowulf even from the the way he's drawn in this um he degrades throughout the text even like when the 50 year jump little cartoonish yeah, yeah um he degrades into um cruelty and then at the end right before he goes to fight the dragon into madness where he sort of has this manic moment where he's just stuffing his face um and uh, it's just grotesque the way he's like eating berries and it's portrayed as blood falling yeah like he's just like seething for fucking war and blood
0: that's interesting because i had the opposite uh i had the opposite reaction to it. Is that right yeah Hmm. i thought that this was so like one of the the things that that i i'm constantly sort of wrestling with is like the nature of fear for whatever reason and and when you look at this it it, it's one of those things where as whether you're reading the poem or the graphic novel um you know and beowulf knows that this is his final battle Mm -hmm. that he will die that this is it right it's made very very clear by the narrator in the in the poem Uh, And I think it's made very, very clear in that moment here. And and what I see is not necessarily a man unhinged with bloodlust is so much the what happens to the body when the the mind and spirit become aware of this end, you know, like Mm -hmm. that, that this is what happens when when fear sort of is running through your Mm -hmm. uh, through your veins. And 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 the difference is not so much that he's become a maniac uh, as it is that he's no longer young and and, and that youth is actually the thing that off, also affords one hope mm. you know and so fear operates much differently on the body and the psyche depending on if we have that variable or not right? right so like when he's young he has he has this hope he has this sort of like extra power if you will um to be able to rip off the fucking arm of grendel mm-hmm. uh to slay the mother uh whereas when he's older he he knows that, that that this is it and and for me i think it's that that layer of knowledge that's that's coming through in, in those images where he's um he, he's breaking down because it's it's the end and not so much that he's he's become something else.
1: If I may rebut.
0: Another
1: instance of this is. Um, it is purely adapted for this book, this particular scene. But when he returns home from killing Grendel's mother um, and unfurth, so had failed him. Right, he fucking backhands this kid. Well, kid he does. That yeah. He was a dick. No, no, no. He was a dick, but this But he's an a not a was, kid in the poem. No, and it was take it was not in the poem whatsoever. Right. It was Beowulf saying, your ancestral source served me well. It did not ring true. Which
0: is not even in that that part isn't even really um so there's a couple of things that they've taken some liberties with, right? And, and, and I that's felt like, one of them, right? I felt like, and him, so you're you're, tr- so you're saying they're trying in the ep- yeah, in the, in they, the graphic, to yeah, do-
1: intentionally they made unfurth a kid, okay, um, right? And yeah. then intentionally Beowulf backhands him for his failure.
0: Is he a kid or
2: just like a little scrawny dude?
1: Well, it, he looks like a kid. I
2: mean,
0: he, I, he, I, I took him as a
2: kid, yeah. In
0: in in, in the graphic, uh not in, the, in like, the poem, he's not
2: not an right. eight year old. He's like a seventeen year old. Yes. Maybe even he early twenties, right? right. He,
1: but he's he's a, he's a douche. He's a douche in the poem. Um, he's a douche in the film, which I would like to get into because I feel the film uh, 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 really echoes a lot of the same points that I'm making as well. But like, there was no other point for Beowulf to backhand this person because after he killed Grendel, there was celebration, right. and after he killed Grendel's mother, it was rage. Yeah, and and then after that, he becomes old and he he like lambasts his soldiers for being weak because they don't know war and like you and on top of that even the monsters become more and more grotesque to reflect that in Beowulf as well okay um so that's my personal take on it because the, this is the third modern text or adaptation in which the the they're portraying him as a boastful and and eh, eh,
0: eh, eh, if I may rebut. Um I think I think one and then I want to hear what Daniel's gotta say on this, but I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> but I'll say this. It's um my Ringo impersonation. In case yeah. you missed it. Well, I'm very I, good. I yeah. I I think it's it's not without, you know, sort of importance that we note uh these adaptations are also all coming in, in, in times of peace
1: correct right yes and
0: and so it's it's one of those things where i it's very interesting when we speak to our elders who know war have been to war right and 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 lived in time of like that tense electricity if you will like 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 we know what has happened what's gone before and we're very 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 uh you know sort of Uh, assured and aware of our own mortality whereas right now any one of us sitting here might have another 60 to 70 years on this goddamn planet which jesus you know i mean (laughs) 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 ah, i don't think you have upwards of 60 years possibly
1: right i mean if we go by star trek we could live until we're 180 at this point
0: I, I, man from Earth. But um, I digress. The, the reason I say that is because when we're, when we're thinking about it, I think that it is a very interesting thing to, and to bring it back to my original point, to flex that muscle over and over and, and, and to know that, like, what you do... Because we think about when this was written. We were, we're, we're talking about a time before territory proper. When we're, we're talking about a, a tribal time still. When this was written. And so if, if, if that's what's happening, then what's really interesting is, is that, you know, the only thing that's really uh, uh, a guarantee here beyond death is that this sort of like uh, um, idea of revenge and blood for blood is, is, is ever present and always going to be there. So you're never asleep, really. You're never resting. Right. You know, you're, you're, you're never really um, contented. Mm. There's no way. Um, because there's n- there's no way that anybody else is. Hmm. And, and and so to have an entire race of people be in that sort of perpetual state of uh, intensity, for lack of a better word, is 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 much different than what we're used to. So in that, I would argue that perhaps our perception of what the art is might also be different.
1: Sure, and that's why I love adaptation. And that's why I continue to read every adaptation and, of Beowulf that I see. Cause the I, Nicolas I, Cage I, movie? No. <laughs> the, what? There was a Nicolas Cage Beowulf? No. No. Nicolas
0: Cage movie called Adaptation. Oh, that's actually <laughs> one of my favorite movies. It is a good movie. <laughs> um,
1: but, um, like, for instance, the woman that wrote the uh, the novel, modern adaptation, modern feminist adaptation of Beowulf called The Mere Wife, is doing her own feminist translation. So you're looking at this really right. interesting time. I and mean, we're talking
0: about critical theory at that point, yeah.
1: right? Yeah, and, and it's really... A cool time to see a thing that like sort of in my mind it, it it one it it affirms a thing that i believe that that storytelling is like baked into human dna it, it i would
0: i would a hundred percent get behind you on that.
1: um it also has this tradition like we we it's not a mistake that that superheroes are popular you know what i mean it's it like this is people are driven by people who come from nothing which beowulf did in the original poem he was a Mm -hmm. he was an orphan a weakling um who gained glory um and and do wonderful things to help people right like we're we're sort of obsessed with that right and i I wear a superman belt buckle every day like i I love because we
0: hope that that's our actual nature right yeah you know
1: and and that gives me hope for sure uh in in a bleak ass world again
0: the variable sure
1: and and but like i said back to the adaptation part like it's a really wonderful thing to see old stories told in different ways. I love that. Um yeah. And and that's why ultimately why I picked this book for today.
0: Excellent. What are your thoughts, Daniel? What do you want to know? Weigh in here motherfuck
1: on Beowulf for the 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 comic. When we do the comic, we've talked a lot of history. Yeah, we talked a lot
0: about yeah. uh uh the, Can I can I note one thing though? Sure. My criticism is that much of the poetry's lost there's and, and 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 again it's an adaptation and things like that i i am not of the same mind in that uh, i really i value i really love um originality and i think that doing this is one of those things where it it is a bit reductive because we're just getting the bare bones of the the story i am really fascinated by what you brought up with how they've changed it and i didn't see some of those details on my read um which is really fantastic actually but i would say that like you know when we're talking about you know old english and stuff like one of the biggest things about old english is, is is alliteration and how sort of like
1: well, that's lost in almost every translation that i've read (laughs)
0: right well yeah because it can't be done right you absolutely cannot because the language is so much different um but like i made a i made a note um to myself and i forget where it is now um but the 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 biggest thing is like the themes that are within the text and where we actually get a sense of like what's being sort of given to us, because when I think of myth and I think of these ancient texts, like, what are they giving to us? Are they giving us a path to survival as humans? Are they giving us a moral code? Like, what are they translating to us? Like, what's the, um, what's the, uh, uh, um, not collective unconscious, but the cultural transmission that's happening, right? Because that's the one thing that separates us from the rest of the fucking animals. And And so when I look at this, through that alliteration is how the old English was able to really pass those themes along. And many of those larger points that are within the poem um, don't find their way, I think, into the, into the graphic as
1: much. Well, that is the unfortunate. Right. A um, different medium. Well, not even that. I mean, even like from translation to translation, this is nothing why, is ever not that you truly is.
0: Does it? Right. You're absolutely right. You know, nothing. Um, and, 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 and it's very, like, even like I love Mendelbaum's Ovid. I think his is th- the best of all time for sure. Even he has these critics that are like you've you've missed this, and everybody else is like you're the fucking tits. But like, there's there's a few things. So you can never satisfy anyone, or everyone for sure. Um, but that is one of the things where the, some of the poetry um, is, is 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 lost here. But there's a lot that's 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 fantastic. So I just wanted to make a note before I forgot because while we were in the the poem. <laughs> I want to talk about that. But Daniel, bring us into the graphic, please. I will.
2: That was s- a heck of an intake. <laughs> 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 uh, the Beowulf, the old English text. I'm on board. Moving on from that. Uh, this graphic novel by Santiago Garcia and David Rubin. Um, left... Uh, upon my initial read, I, I can say that hearing you, Gregorio, talk about it had s- certainly illuminated uh, the the text in my mind, if you will. Mm. Um, old English medieval illuminated text. Nice. Well, move on. <laughs> 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 like looking at like a piece of paper (laughs) like sort of disinterested (laughs) like a disapproving like father he was like like, (laughs) cool story bro (laughs) jesus christ the graphic novel left a lot to be desired uh, as a new representation upon my initial read um it it did seem super reductive it boiled it down the beowulf story into kind of four points which we could argue are the only four points that exist.
1: Yeah, Beowulf's kind of thin. Yeah. He beats
2: <laughs> Grendel, he beats Grendel's mom. Uh
1: he becomes king and then he beats a dragon. Right. So it's it's like a just a standard three uh, three act yeah TV series essentially. Yeah, you could even
0: split it in half too yeah, right. like Grendel and his mom and then and that's the it rest. the rest. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um I like art. Um <laughs> But there's something about comics. Uh, is that is that like, am I being uh, a... Dick? No, comics com- is comics? the, comics no, com- is this the is word. This is a comic. Graphic novel Graphic novel uh, was, is the douchey story. Right, sort of it
1: was created by the New York Times, so smart people weren't embarrassed to read comic books.
2: Oh, okay, so comics. Um, if you re- refer to a previous cast, yep. that's already right been
0: addressed.
2: That. Well, maybe that person, namely me, who's been in the cast, or, or a listener, I not listened to that one. <laughs> <laughs> Um so comics I I like the visual, but I, I I don't sit there and like linger. I'm like, man, that's a handsome cock that guy drew. I don't linger over that. That's actually there's lots of handsome cocks in this. Um there's a edition. in the beginning yeah. there is. There's a yeah, there's a few uh So since the text was so uh, reduced nut uh, sacks. Nutsacks, nutsacks. <laughs> There's some of that, too. The text was super reduced, and, and I already knew the story. Yeah. And so they were really stretching it thin. I felt sort of this, why do we need this? Mm. Right. Kind of vibe. Yeah. But I was not picking up the things that you were. And hearing you say that is very interesting. And instead of throwing my copy out, I might actually bring it to school as an alternative. For, and I'm going to say I'm gonna introduce it the way you did, like like I'm smart. I'll show it to the kids like, <laughs> and in this this modern version.
1: <laughs> well, I mean I, I, I'm fully prepared to talk about the reasons those cocks are in this fucking comic book, but we can we can
2: just we don't
1: have to go there. <laughs> okay, so
2: well no, I think we should because it's arguably for the casual reader, myself and probably a lot of people yeah. that aren't super invested into Beowulf as you are. Yeah. Um, arguably the most interesting thing. Um, uh, about this is that Be- uh, Grendel is stroking Beowulf's cock while he's sleeping, and then they have this panel of just a zoomed up little uh little red rocket <laughs> of Grendel's emerging, and then when he hits, bust when nut. he hits Beowulf across the great hall, he splooges all over the,
1: all over Beowulf. All, all everybody, it's yeah. like what?
2: Yeah, it's like something from Ghostbusters. May yeah. I speak to it? Yeah, why? Yeah, what's is, up with the ectoplasm? So that actually might harken <laughs> back to your point about like this this lustful need for yes. for power.
1: Yes. Um. So uh, I, I read a lot of comic books, as you guys know, but every time there is a cock in a comic book, there is an explicit purpose to have that, and especially because Beowulf's cock is flaccid in this scene, and Grendel's is fucking throbbing red hard. You know what I mean? Right. And in this particular text, there are no women aside from the ones that are getting fucked and Wealthow in one panel. Right. Like the original poem, Wealthow is the only one who speaks. So they, the, there's like this sexual fucking arousal that, that comes along with the violence. Right. And you look at Grendel, who is a beast. Yeah. And his cock is fucking hard. And at this point, Beowulf is still the hero. So that cock is soft, right? And then when Grendel whacks him and just bursts all over him, Beowulf springs into action. Yeah, kills Grendel and sets himself on a journey to monsterdom. Why didn't they show Beowulf's weenie? They did. I meant like erect. Because at that point, he was this the hero from the 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 poem the the hero that was not flawed that had no he was just. The so hero. so,
2: I'm, I'm, if I'm getting does he have a boner at the end when correct. he's like hard on for the
0: dragon? He, but he doesn't, and so that that's the thing. I'm like wondering if there's like this but demonaz- he's demonization of 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 sex. You know what I mean? And, uh, of of arousal and of uh, you know sexual arousal specifically. Like what it's associated with is nothing positive. Do you know what I mean? And 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 in that case where we see it, sort of like actually, you know brought to that end like it i don't know i was really kind of like flummoxed by that because i didn't understand what the purpose was other than it to be negative like i didn't really see that there was anything and and i don't mean negative like in a in a reductive sense i mean like like everything associated with sex it was and is this where we're seeing sort of the christian morality sort of woven into this because like, because why is, why is everything sexual negative? Do you know what I mean? Because it's linked the girl's to face. Violence. Who's the only one that's uh, having sex like for real in this is like, mm-hmm. you know, and then, and then there's a, a, a load on uh, Beowulf from Grendel and it's in the middle of this thing. And Grendel dies right after that. He gets his arm ripped off by our hero I just I I that that seemed very unnecessary to me and it didn't make a strong enough point to be in there cuz whenever you take something that explicit like not to completely you know throw us off the rails but something like Fun Home which is also a graphic uh uh it's a memoir but it, you know right Th- there's very explicit sex scenes there they are so purposeful. Mm-hmm. When, you, when you cross that line into like literally drawing what could be argued as pornography, right. you, you, I, I just feel like it has to have this level of gravitas that I didn't see here. I didn't get it. You know what I mean?
1: Right. I don't know. Well, look, and in, in they—I'm trying to phrase this properly.
0: Well, I'm not a big comic book uh dude either so i don't know if this is something that is is throughout comics that cock i that I've in comics is
1: a, is a thing um regardless of that so yeah it is linked with negativity because when there is actual sex you're right the women or the woman is portrayed as like this thing right uh, that has no purchase in the enterprise um so again often
0: unsatisfied and disinterested correct yeah
1: so you're they're linking it with glory they're linking it because again that that came after beowulf achieved glory with grendel's killing um the sex with the the big orgy in that scene is it a
0: premature ejaculation is is, is grendel impotent and that's why he still lives with his mom do you know what i mean (laughs) like that what we're is that what we're seeing here (laughs) i don't know like he still lives with his mom his mom has to avenge him is he this weakling actually that's that's this you know sort of you like you know what i mean like uh
1: they did did that in the film actually is that is that who he is because
0: i and i'm being i'm just being very frank like i i i if we're humanizing the monster which it seems we're doing
1: uh no, we're seeing a dark reflection of Beowulf. We're not humanizing anything. Th- that's not what this text does. The film does that. Okay. All right? That humanizes the monsters. This is a dark reflection of Beowulf, that, that, that like crossing the Rubicon, so to speak, okay. uh, of, of, of whatever you want to call it in terms of Beowulf was just a man before Grendel and then after that was a slow decay into a beast. And the reason you don't, uh, th- and again, this is just the way I'm reading into it. I could be dead wrong, but the reason you don't see Beowulf hardcock before the dragon is because they're displaying that on the page through his gorging himself and all of the, the visceral imagery that comes along with that feast. Um, he as Grendel. It. Right. And as Grendel is has gorged himself on people. Right. So. Again. Yeah,
0: and it's interesting that the blood is acidic, and 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 you know of the monsters, right. the the blood is is something that um, deconstructs, disintegrates the human flesh, and 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 you know that kind of thing. One wonders what the spunk does.
1: Nothing to bail off. Right, or maybe it passed that monster. On exactly, to him.
0: that's what I'm saying. So, if we're looking at a, a procreation of if, if he's been, right. yeah, has, has he been impregnated? Literally it with has him. he been impregnated yep. with the monster?
1: Right.
0: Yeah, yeah, like a junior it's an situation. Take.
1: I, we probably should move away from the comics because I think right? there's yeah, good yeah. stuff to talk about here. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Anyway,
0: I but, but you you can't. I mean, it's it's such. If you were if you were to shocking. give this to a kid, yeah, you can't, right? They're, they're they're That's the only thing they're gonna see, right? It's like when I teach Fun Home, like yeah, I have to give them the heads up, like yeah, there's gonna be a woman going down on another woman in this one frame. There's three hundred pages. Let's not get, right? You know what I mean? Like it's it's gonna it's gonna happen, well, and because uh, it's not necessarily a thing that you can even prep them for by giving them the original text,
1: it, it's it's a it, it's certainly. Well, it's fucking shocking. And when I bought yeah. this book, I bought it on a whim. I didn't even know it came out. So I bought it, and I saw a fucking huge red cock. <laughs> as I was just leafing through, I was like,
2: wow. Yes, I'm buying this. <laughs> 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 but why? Yeah. yeah. Um, um, I would argue that in this text, uh, the the comic, that Beowulf isn't just a man before he fights Grendel. No? He has his uh, challenges with... um, uh, Who's the guy? He goes... They go... Uh, Oh I right, this
0: st- the story tells over and over again. Oh Brecca. yeah, there we go. Yeah.
2: Um, Beowulf has men following him. If he's a nobody, nobody's following. him. No, I'm not
1: him. saying he's nobody. That's not what I'm saying. What, no. I, what I'm saying We're is starting,
0: that
2: yeah, me as
1: You're you're looking at Beowulf. There's uh, there's pre Grendel Beowulf yeah. and there's there's post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and pre Grendel or pre pre Beowulf or pre Grendel Beowulf is arguably the Beowulf from the poem, mm-hmm. the the heroic boastful but perfect person
0: right he's doing it for all the right reasons right yeah so and then be. perhaps the the the
1: is he doing it for all the right reasons well he's doing it for glory and at that time and point in time glory was yeah the right reason. i mean yeah. that was that was why he
0: lived you got 30 years here bro okay yeah you yeah. know you'd be dead we'd all be dead then then yeah then, yeah okay So, uh, speak to the art for a minute. Yeah, absolutely. So, one of the things that I loved um, was the uh, the predator like uh, uh, sort of visual of the the meat sacks that were um, the the humans, right? So, like we we get, and that's one of the beautiful things about the poem is that the perspective shifts, and then you're looking through Grendel or Grendel's mom's eyes, right? And you're getting sort of this narrative. Uh, 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 you know, the shift and the way they did it. I thought that was one of the real standouts was, was that you got this. And for me, it really did remind me of like predator or something like that,
1: where you're With like you those these, giant tendril hair,
0: but no more the, more the like zooming oh, in of oh, oh, the yes. humans. Yes, and yes, then yes, you, yes, you just see their, their like uh, muscle, yes. you know, that you were looking beyond yep. the flesh and you were just seeing the, these little squares of muscle, um, Uh, in the scene and, and there was really no words or anything like that, but this is, Oh, now we're in, we're just getting this uh, flip flopping back and forth between what the humans are aware of and then the monster and what the monster sees. Um, So I thought that was really fantastic in terms of like storytelling through the visual. Yeah.
1: Um, I I generally, I I actually, I love the, the artwork in this. I, I think it's, it's almost masterful. It's beautiful and fucking grotesque at once.
0: Yes, um, I mean it. Really, it really is like, I mean, I, the, the art is absolutely fan fantastic. And it's just, one of the
1: most violent books I've ever read, uh, like one of the most violent comics I've ever seen, right? Uh, like just in terms of blood and gore and viscera, it's <laughs> heinous.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's 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 really really interesting to to also look at like we have that going on, but then we also have this like really I don't know, like, excellent use of the time, if you will. Like, you feel like you're there, right? Like, um, uh, what's his name? Story. Everything ravaged. Everything burned. Uh, um, which is just so fucking fantastic. And it's you're you're in the same time period, but you're an Icelandic f- Viking or yeah. whatever. And but you might be living in the '90s in America, mm. right? And it's just this very very cool. Way of, of of creating an environment, but linking it to these these little touchstones that you put in there that link us to um, uh to 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 what we know now. You know, his last name is Tower. Oh my God, what is his fucking first name? Um, Hi. That is his. That everything ravaged, everything burned is his is his uh, short story collection. Hmm. It's so fucking good. I I that would be if I could buy a book for every human that will be one of them it'd be like one of three
1: it's quite a amazon bill
0: fucking a it's <laughs> awesome it's so good in any case but that's that's what it reminded me of i was like wow like i i am there hmm. and and they've done that really really well so i mean of the few things and also grendel's mom like is feminine somehow yes how so the her, fuck was her, that achieved
1: her, her carapace face right before it opens up into that gaping gummy maw right is a woman's face
0: yeah, and you know, there's like it's, the it's eggs her- and all yeah. this other stuff. Terrific. Like, there's, it's, I mean, it's like this hybrid of like a Stranger Things coupled with an alien predator yes. situation. Yeah. You know, um, and again, I think that's. An but somehow feminine, choice. you're like, ah, oh, that's weird, right? Like, and how is that still weird. fucking feminine? But
1: again, if it is reminiscent of the Alien, which was based on the body horror of being impregnated by a beast, right? You know what I mean? Like, it's fucking horror.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. It 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 works. Um, it's i i mean it 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 really it just works yeah, you know yeah buddy it absolutely does um and it's just you know i mean i, I think that's my major thing is like it, i you know i i love to teach graphic novels persepolis the watchmen fun home yep. barefoot gen like these are ones that are part of my curriculum um and i wish that for for the seniors um I could weave this one, this one in. My my hesitation is that, I I I go, oh man, like let's take pieces of the of the the poem because I don't want them to
1: lose this like. It should be taught in tandem.
0: Origin of language, yeah, and I think this is something that you know would be more reserved for the collegiate level in uh, that way because if you don't teach it in tandem, you you are participating in sort of reducing it to something that that it's that it's really not um because just the things that are happening in in the poem like you said storytelling is such an inherent part of us um and and if we start to skim it um what are we left with
1: well again like i love beowulf adaptations because i genuinely love the poem like it's just it. It's something I've I've loved it's a since bizarre I was fifteen.
0: Freak thing.
1: It's yeah. I, I don't I mean? even know why. Because he doesn't
0: show up ever again.
1: In, oh, He's Beowulf, done. Yeah. Beowulf's out. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah.
0: what I mean? Like Be- Beowulf exists in this, and that's all. And that's all. There's, all. There's allusion to there were previous sort of like stories and 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 minor tales in the in the, in the Beowulf sort of like of war, if you yeah. will. But uh, uh, that's not the right word. But like he doesn't. This is it. But, but
2: That's Daniel, the, like, why? That's the good shit. That's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's, that's the one. Well,
1: but <laughs> without... <laughs> it's
0: like we're casting a spell. <laughs>
1: without Tolkien's love for Beowulf, his uh, like fanboy, right, right, there right. would be no Lord of the Rings. There would be no Game be of be no Thrones. Hobbit. Yeah, the,
0: we'd be high missing, fantasy as exactly. a genre. Would not
1: exist. Right, right, right. God. So you're ooh, looking. Oh, I love
0: how you tied that into the album title, hey,
1: nice but I, it's a it's a legacy book. Mm-hmm. And even though Beowulf mm-hmm. doesn't show up anywhere else, right? He, this story has inspired the last hundred years of it story. Does
0: so much for storytelling. Yeah, it's incredible. It, it, it does a lot it's for fabulous. storytelling. It absolutely, does. And and you know, it's one of those things where. If you give it a little bit of time, and you don't, you, like, there's some that I'll read over and over again, and there's others that I won't. Beowulf's one that, like, I've read it, I think, twice in its entirety. Revisit a few passages I like this time. It, it's not one that, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not a fanboy of it.
1: That's most people.
0: Exactly, because yeah. it's difficult. It's really fucking hard. Because There's so many of fucking what's deviations. missing, it's what's missing with the yeah. translation. You can't reproduce the things that are intended, and in that way, you know what I mean. It's 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 like ancient Greek, right? The the hexameter is written with dactyl for a reason, and we don't get it because we're not familiar with ancient Greek, and so the fucking whole way that that shit's told. We can't really it's wrap gone. our heads around. It's gone. It is. It's, yeah, gone, it's gone. Right? Language is that biggest thing that's tied to culture, yeah. right? You lose a lot of culture when you lose the language. True sure And 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 so you know, we speak English, but we're not.
1: Right. Well, and not its its origins, which was just like, but even German. Right. 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 <laughs> exactly. Like you we know, just heard.
0: The, yeah. Yeah. The Anglo's. All
1: right. Uh, we've
2: been talking about this for a super long time. I right. oh. Do we? Uh, well, I, I
1: am. I. I'm I'm good. I'm satisfied with that conversation. That was good. We we went quite a away.
0: We went in to <laughs> it. Yeah. Did a deep yeah, dive. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think um you know, I I final thoughts, right? Are that it's 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 quite an undertaking to think that you're going to turn an epic poem like Beowulf into a graphic anything. Whether it be all of it, whether it be one part of it, there's going to be I mean, quite a bit lost no matter what way you do it. If you want to turn it into a poem, you're going to lose quite a bit. So in that way, I think this is one of the most valiant efforts you could could approach it with. And I think that it's very interesting at the very least to look at this is a, a modern interpretation. And what does our interpretation look like in terms of these larger themes and ideas like hero, like courage, like fear? Right, These ideas and these things that are inherent to the human experience, what did they look like? And then what do we think of them now when we're trying to translate what they were to how we see them? And I think that that's one of the bigger things that we pull from this is like, wow, our feelings and ideas about these different concepts um, have shifted dramatically because we don't have an urgency or a fire uh, in the way that we did even less than 100 years ago. You know? Um and that's that to me is is sort of the bigger takeaways is just like looking at these things that deal with those big principles and ideas and saying, Okay, like I feel and experience these same things but in a drastically different way than a Beowulf or the person writing about Beowulf did. Um and how are you looking at that? And frankly frankly, uh, Mr. Garcia, you look at it different than I do, mm. which is fascinating. Um and what is your experience that makes it that way and I feel like now in times of peace we can get into nuance in a way that perhaps was really implicit but not necessarily explored um, back then frankly because you might not have the fucking time because you're dead before you're our age Right.
2: Yeah. Uh, hats off to both of you I've been pretty silent because it's just been a pleasure listening to both of your thoughts uh, some were just reiterations of my own thoughts and but many of them were New and I'm I'm thankful for that that was really that was really nice. How are you now? Oh, Jesus! Oh, oh, <laughs> <Nope. laughs> Move on. <laughs> um, as far as the the comic here, um, I think it would be really unfortunate if this was somebody's f- first introduction to Beowulf. I'd agree with you. And totally it'd be agree. super yeah. super unfortunate if it was their only interaction with beowulf. i agree yeah i'll that i agree and that's that's kind of where i land on it yeah. yeah it's a great supplement yes as you know for someone like you who can uh actually see how this uh adds to the conversation on beowulf yeah. instead
1: of being the conversation on beowulf
0: right. right yeah it's just a it's just a tetris block
1: yeah um i really like this book it's not the one you need though
2: yeah it's that weird like t-shaped one (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna fill it's gonna fill a thing yeah yeah
1: um no i totally agree with you daniel like this this is not where somebody should start with beowulf they should not start teaching this in place of the poem right um most people are immediately turned off by the poem most people i speak Mm -hmm. to hated it um i love to teach it it. i try and get the kids into it because i don't i'm the opposite yeah it's like one of my favorite things to do um translation after translation and after translation and adaptation after adaptation it is a thing that continues to bring joy to me um and this one did it it is not for everyone it's not it's hardly for anyone this book it (laughs) it, it is um it's incredibly incredibly um off-putting in a lot of ways but very beautiful in its artful approach to this yeah i Um, mean
0: the the last i don't mean to cut you
1: off finish your thought um it's it's beautiful in its ability to be grotesque. It is off-putting in all the right ways, but it will certainly offend the sensibilities of somebody just flipping through it in a comic shop. There you go. So,
0: and the last frame reads, cowards are always slaves to fear as the human eye turns into a snake eye. A beast. A beast,
2: yeah. And then it's just like four to six pages of just plain black.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: Excessive. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's, let's talk move about some music. This goddamn album, baby, baby. Yeah. All right, gents, we're back. Let's get into Gagex. Yes, sir. This, my expectation, okay, was, um, I mean, based on the name, just dork store, you know, <laughs> and uh, and and then you start listening to it, dude. These are fucking
1: musicians they're, they're righteous dudes
0: holy shit yeah buddy not only are they really fucking good but like like moved to rock pretty often my i gotta say the lyrics D inspired yes right so i'm wondering uh who's the dm of the group <laughs> i actually don't know that like first and foremost yeah, oh, right. fuck i thought you might know um 'Cause if you're gonna name yourself after the, the founder of D and D, again talking about Gyrex, this is a twenty nineteen release. Yeah. Hi Fantasy. Yes up. And when I was looking at that, I was like, these dudes play D and D
1: first and foremost.
0: They're somewhat of not a super group, but like they're the remnants of a, a previous uh sort of like metal band, right?
1: I actually don't know. I, I found this band um because of the name and <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're do you play
0: DD? i do you're a did today
1: uh yeah i not as frequently as i would like
0: we have a D club at my school that's the only reason i knew God that damn. last name is because one of my previous we have a students told a magic me the magic the
1: gathering club at my school oh ah, yeah so but, um, i guess
0: we're a little bit more highbrow yeah a little bit
1: <laughs> well i love D because it's it's pure creativity you know what i mean, I mean it's story On display. It's, it's, it's fucking story. storytelling it's yeah a, um but i saw the name and the cover art is <laughs> rad yeah, <laughs> you know? pretty pretty dope. And yeah, like frankly, what what they are was the opposite of what I thought they would be. I thought we would get like a like a death metal type vibe. I
0: was thinking Coheed, and they oh, have yeah. a Coheed vibe. They do. Elder, they, it, what do you um, think, Daniel? Say what? Oh, I thought you were like you were you were in it. You were not.
2: Oh yeah yeah. I, yeah, I was, was saying like sent, I was expecting something to sound like Elder or. Oh, okay okay. Um, who's the band that sings about Lord of the Rings from? Uh, Led Zeppelin. <laughs> Um, they do but <laughs> a blind guardian yeah blind guardians awesome <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah i yeah I just um I really i didn't i i was I was ready for a coheed which they're not far from uh but they're not quite
1: there they're they're like a mishmash of styles like you yeah. get you get maiden vibes you get zZ top so can i
0: can I give you my thing yeah this is what I thought it was and I would love to hear you guys can I can I give can I can can I finish can I finish can I finish, can I finish? This is what I thought, and I listened to the, the album twice, and I was like, okay, the first time through, this is what I thought. Quick listen, twenty six s- minutes. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, um, yeah. It's weird that they're like this kind of vibe, but three minute songs. Yeah. Right. Like that's very unMaiden of you. Very. Um, but this is what <laughs> I thought. I I I literally I I had to listen to it like twice. To confirm that my initial thought was the right one like Rick Derringer hires Thin Lizzy to create a maiden tribute band <laughs> and that was my that was the essence of what I heard you know that's like funny. rock and roll who <laughs> that's with <laughs> <laughs> yeah. because they have the yep. guitars Yeah, right yep. harmonizing <laughs> with one another all the, the time the vocals are tight harmonizing constantly yep. and then there's like it's like maiden light because the gallop
1: not very fast,
0: not very fast, nor is it pronounced, whereas right. with Maiden, that's their thing, right. so they've been doing it. um it made me want to listen to Maiden more, oh yeah, uh, I felt like this was a it was just tight, like like if it was if it wasn't this tight, I wouldn't have listened to it ever again., yeah. I might put it on again, kind of a background thing, yeah, but I might listen i I would probably listen to it again just because I
2: was I was like this fucking. It reminded me. Do you remember that video game called Outrun? No. It was a racing game on uh, Sega Master System. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, it reminded me of music from like a racing game. Mm-hmm. It's very video gamey riffs. Yeah, and or music for a commercial, like trying <laughs> to sell. Yep i don't know yeah something that's kind of yeah. like fun and the light. attack
0: on titan you're just
2: trying to like yeah. make the theme you're having a good time well that's you
1: exactly know? why i love this shit because it's like hey put your sun g's on roll down them windows crank it yeah, yeah. where's
2: your chartreuse
0: pontiac bro <laughs> <laughs> Your chartreuse.
1: and what's really fun about them is they, they 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 don't take themselves seriously a lick
0: it doesn't seem that way um, yet they are so well tight. beyond tight
1: dude they're incredible. They
0: are locked up like a ship. <laughs> Man, I was very <laughs> I was very surprised. And I, w- the thing and you know I always go back to this, but when when I was listening to them, I was like uh, my check was would I go see them live? And if I if it was like a day that I had a day to do something and I looked and it was them, I would. Absolutely. Yeah. It was like when I was like uh I, I remember just like perusing the philadelphia show list and cream circus was playing and brian scary and the shredding tears were playing <laughs> right both bands are not dissimilar f- to this band hmm. and 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 the name alone brought me out and i was like i had a fucking great time you know what i mean that that i feel like yeah i guess yeah. see him
1: and it's like it's long hair and mustaches and uh denim <laughs> and i feel
0: like i i wouldn't ever request the boys are back
1: but the, every album... But I feel a little bit like records. I just heard it. Right. Yeah. All three of their albums have a song that is almost that.
0: Real men don't kill buffaloes. You're right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I, I dis- Discovering this band was such a treat. They're so much fun, and they're so good at what they do. And yeah, there's no tight. pretension at all. It's like, we're going to sing fun songs about creativity and dragons.
0: Yeah, there's a lot so that was the interesting thing for me. There's a few that and I have never I have never mounted a campaign. Okay. <laughs> My brother, uh Mike is a is a he D and D's. Um he's also a magic nice. Uh but Magic Mike if you will. Grendel D <laughs> Grendel D and d But um is there do you do you have I didn't I've never gotten the sense that there is there's like a romance in uh <laughs> in D&D. Is there? Y- Cuz there's you a can few, write like that into the story. Songs it
1: depends that are, on the are, type are, of your your depends have those on your plot DM.
0: lines if you will. Sure. Well, right? I mean it's it's d So D&D. it's the lead singer, the the the, the DM is that Why what we are thinking? Maybe. And for the and he's also casual the basis listener, which is weird. That's a uh, dungeon master.
1: <laughs> but uh
0: the one who writes the story.
1: Yeah. The the, I wouldn't say it's like they're they're singing a campaign. They're applying, yeah, that's like, true. They're applying they're not singing they're, a campaign. They're applying verbiage to modern life, like D and D verbiage to modern life, and it, it, they're really inspiring, sweet songs. Yeah, uh, about being rad. <laughs> be, a, be excellent. I literally, I want to go skateboarding tomorrow. Yeah, hell yeah, you do. It's 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 pure fun, is what it is. It and is. Man, fun is fun
0: it is it is quite a bit of fun and i think my earlier assertion of rick danger asking thin Lizzy to back him in a maiden tribute band is, is as close as i'm going to come to accurately categorizing these guys yeah i would say and that that was and that's my limited knowledge of yeah. music you know that's 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 what i think um but and and you know what if you're if you're uh it, there's a lot of like 70s rock and roll here man it's groovy but like but like really really rocking oh yeah you know? it it
1: it it it's like it's hard to say like man you're going to love this band because like you've heard this band before you know what yeah, i mean yeah you know you've you have definitely really, heard it but it's it's so well, you could love it then. It's safe, right? You're It's you're definitely safe, but like I can't say like if Gygax is your favorite band, you probably haven't listened to a lot of music. Yeah. Is what I mean to say. That's a really good point. Yeah.
0: That's a really good point because like, you know, if you like these guys, you should probably listen to Vanilla Fudge and then figure out music. You should listen to <laughs> You're everything. Going back to Vanilla Fudge? <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Why? The because you like wouldn't world. have Zeppelin without Vanilla Fudge.
2: What was Vanilla Fudge's big hit?
0: I don't know. I really don't know because I like celebrated their albums more.
2: You know, name a song because like the guy played the organ and he had sleeves. So
0: that's all right. Doesn't everybody so have like, sleeves? Like, they had big shirt? dangly sleeves. Like here's the sleeves. reason why I yes, like Vanilla Fudge. But I don't, don't want to be a pirate. <laughs> 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 Carmen Appice was the was the drummer, and Zeppelin opened up for Vanilla Fudge when they first came out. And my uncle took me to see Carmine. Do a drum clinic hmm. and he played a bunch of songs, but he was just playing the drum part. So like as far as what the, the name of the song, the, there was no lyrics to help me figure it out. So I'm sorry. I can't help you right now, Daniel.
2: You keep me hanging on. There you go. That's their hit. There you go. Um, you but like, he's the
0: one that's doing the triplets on the drum yeah. on the bass drum and shit like he's he's teaching Bonham how to spin his sticks and whatnot. Like
2: hmm. in any case. That's just a weird place to say go back to vanilla fudge. I would it's,
0: it's a it's a weird place, but I think a significant point in rock and roll history. Yeah, but that's like saying They're oh. all good, they're tight, they're all good, right? And I think that they're moving it in the direction that we find this band. Where do you it.
2: where do you uh situate Iron Butterfly? Iron Butterfly? Iron Butterfly.
0: And I got a Davida? Yeah.
1: Where do um, you where do I situate them? Yeah, because they're they're fudgish.
0: Yeah, but they're the, they're in the they're also in the...
1: featured on uh, Home Improvement. You know who they're? <laughs> 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 that's their hits. They're "Vinegara DeVita. <laughs> oh, "Vinegara DeVita was on Home Improvement, <laughs> and then they were featured.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just... that hit song featured on Home Improvement. Eighteen minutes. Long. Here's the thing:
0: like, would you listen to
2: the whole album of "Vinegara DeVita?
0: Yeah, like that's a like what twelve minute song? Yeah. Oh, I. I think long the long answer
2: is, I place. have, and I and i will again well, yeah. <laughs> so you like the whole
0: album like vanilla fudge i can listen to that the albums over and over again um fully through uh i actually can't
1: say that i run
0: butterfly i don't know about i don't know that i ever you have
1: a backtracking son of a
2: bitch 15 so <laughs> year old daniel would have absolutely in any case <laughs> in any case anyway just very interesting you said vanilla fudge you this is probably a first and listen there's a lot of podcasts that might have been the first time anyone <laughs> ever said <laughs> vanilla fudge as the starting point. I almost point. said mountain, so yeah, that's, that's, uh, you know, we'll leave
1: it there. You guys want to drive down to Jersey and hit Fudge Kitchen because I have some vanilla fudge in mind <laughs> at the moment. Jesus! Oh boy,
2: vanilla fudge wasn't that your nickname, Daniel, when you vanilla. played basketball? Yeah, that was me.
0: <laughs> white chocolate. What do you? Uh, was that a reference to white chocolate? I have
2: no idea what I'm saying. Oh,
0: he's fantastic. <laughs> Amazing point card. What do you got to say about this album, Daniel? I think I said it. Oh,
2: wow, that, that was a great. I think thought. I said it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it reminded me of video game music, or music that would be in a commercial. Did you have fun? Yeah, Daniel? I really did. Think I a did, Attack and it was very fun. Yeah.
1: Yep. Good.
2: The Fair. licks, the licks were tight. I'm I've been playing and uh, listening to a lot of uh, Bach lately, so my tastes are becoming. Because um, you're not a scumbag. I guess refined. I'm not wearing <laughs> jeans anymore. Get this douchebag (laughs) out of here. Yeah, he's the
0: one (laughs) referencing Jason Williams. Come on, man.
2: (laughs) I wear a nice uh, cotton slack, 2% spandex. That way- uh, Uh, Yeah,
0: you can do the bendy once in a while. Yeah,
2: you can do the bendy whenever you want. told you to do the bendy once in a while.
0: (laughs) Christ. (laughs) What he really means is I've been listening to Skid
1: Row- uh, no, sorry. Well, listen,
0: like, how does the, how does this fit in beyond that? We have like, uh, it's not a campaign, like, no, so, but like, how are we fitting in with uh, with what's going on here? Because because I'm not necessarily sure that I got the sense that you know, high fantasy, uh, the album is, is is focused on this these ideas of of fear and truth. And I heroicism. I would submit
1: that this is a Beowulf legacy cast because without. Beowulf you would not have the genre of high fantasy. Okay. D&D would probably not be what it is. I mean without Lord of the Rings and Lord of the Rin- Rings is a direct descendant from this shit.
0: So how do the Iliad and the Odyssey which came first differ from from Beowulf then and impact that legacy and like what we get from it? You know what I mean?
1: Probably just the guy that that said it inspired his most impactful work and Lord of the Rings opened up a okay. fucking thing
2: right cuz i guess <laughs> what what i guess what gregorio is saying is that without Lord of the Rings we wouldn't have all of the stuff from the past so we 80, have these jumping off yeah.
0: points yeah. and the Elliot and the odyssey were beaten to death by the time our boy comes along <clears> and
1: had i wouldn't even be sick Do you think it's nationalism
0: though but this is the thing do we think it's nationalism because while Beowulf is focused on you know uh, uh, characters from the Nordic states and and we have essentially the Germanic and the French speaking you know uh, Normans coming in you know um, and we have that the leftovers from the Roman Empire. What we have are the English, and do we think that this is this is sort of a nationalist? Like, had he not had this not been in an, in quotes English. Uh, epic you could say that, that we that, sure. that we that we he yeah. wouldn't have been as attached to it. I you could say that
2: for sure It's a super good point. That's an excellent you know? point because we don't know what is the Lord of the Rings in Italy, right? When I was right. when I was we in don't. Italy, Christ 10 years ago, fuck, am I getting old? Uh, I went into a record shop and I wanted to buy, sort yourself out, an Italian <laughs> figure it out. I wanted to buy a record that was like an Italian record. And I was like, "Who is your guy? Like, who like would I not know? Like, who's your guy?" Right. So, who's your dude? Gets me a record. It's uh, his name's Vasco. Uh, Magala. I (laughs) I get it. (laughs) Bring it home. Put it on. The first song is uh, a cover of "Creep" by Radiohead, (laughs) which is like really funny. Um, (laughs) He gave you the finger and you didn't even realize. (laughs) No, no. Um, And they listened to the rest of it, and I was like, "Okay, like it's okay." But when he sold it to me, he's he was like this is our Bruce Springsteen. Hmm. And I was like, right. okay, no, there's only one boss. I don't even really like Bruce Springsteen. I was like, okay, yeah. no one is your Bruce Springsteen. I right, fuck you, pal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you why. I know some people from Jersey. You go when. to Wikipedia or, or a site that has, um, listen, if you support Wikipedia, give them money. Give them money. If you it's that don't time want of year to, again. like fucking don't. Fucking don't. <laughs> Listen, if everybody that used it just gave like three cents, they would never have to ask for money ever again. Yeah. No, I support you. Yeah. Okay. So Jeez. if you Google it's Wikipedia and then you go to Wikipedia, through are the steps you have to do. If my students are any indication of how to use the internet, of where it's going. Backwards in everything. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> um, most Jesus. At- most uh, highest attended concerts. What would you think would be the highest attended concert? Live Where? live Where? performance Just ever in, in the world? In the world. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, something like a festival. Yeah. Like a Coachella or some bullshit. Yeah.
2: It is Vasco, this person that probably nobody's heard of. No and shit. And his concert, it's millions and millions and millions of people more than number two. It's like so far, number one. In a single? Single concert. Get the fuck
0: fuck out it's something
2: here. like what we can maybe get the facts in a second but i think it's something like 500 million people and then the next one is only you know like like maybe a million people are you talking
0: about like total attendance over the history of the career or no what? like for
2: one like in one five hundred million people i'm gonna get the numbers up i'm gonna get the get numbers up
0: real numbers stop <laughs> bullshitting eric weingarten right now man <laughs> Leave that guy alone. He's in the woods. He's scared. (laughs) He's thinking about five million people at one concert. Five
1: hundred million.
0: Five (laughs) hundred. Listen, everything you're saying is madness. What I'm getting at. And arguably nonsense. This
1: dude is extraordinarily popular and that we have no idea. We have no
0: idea. The the hyperbolic (laughs) overinflated numbers. There's
1: like 10 trillion people that went to this one fucking concert. Let me tell you about the history
0: of the world, bro. (laughs) (laughs) All of South America was just fans of this guy at one point.
2: <laughs> Probably. So it's funny. All of the biggest ones are in South America, except for Vasco. <laughs> Dude, I know that, though. I do know that. I was like, that? surely. South
0: America goes
2: buck. Surely Paul McCartney would draw everybody in. Dude,
0: the, uh, the 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 fucking, um, oh, God damn it. How did it fly out of my head right now? I have no I want to be sedated. The Ramones? Thank you. Have the largest following in South America—it's madness. You ever watch
1: that documentary? No, but Joey Ramone's been dead for like Holy 19 years.
0: Fuck. Yeah, I mean the documentary is from a long time ago. Oh. But like people hanging off their fucking bus, like like sacrificing their lives for a glimpse—you
1: know? That heinous-looking Joey Ramone. I mean, I love dude, but wasn't a looker. I mean, Jesus.
0: I I like what I. But he I has to be attractive to be worth It was the a time. joke,
1: for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> but to your point, I think probably um, Tolkien's interest was probably because it was part of the English language tradition. Sure. I didn't think
0: of that till when we got into no, that. No, but
1: it, it's an interesting point. But I, I think because Tolkien's influence on the genre, um, we, we wouldn't have this band as it is.
0: To invent in the way that Tolkien invented, I think, is is one of those really profound examples of why we're sort of alpha predator. You know what I mean? Like, I I, I think that to do what he is an example of our capacity to do really fascinates me.
1: He created a literal world.
0: Not only that, but a language, you know, and something that was engaging enough for other humans to not go fuck off.
1: And it has stood the the test of time for 80 years.
0: I mean, that that really is absolutely fascinating. So the thing is, is like Beowulf, unknown poet, the anonymity of that, just to have that that sort of lasting effect and also to be never credited. To juxtapose that with Tolkien, Tolkien yeah. is really fascinating yeah. too, you
1: know. But it, I think it's wonderful.
0: Yeah, I and I think it shows you know? the, the the extremes, and I I mean not to to belabor the point, but like if Beowulf is so focused on um, <laughs> on sort of legend and 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 making that name and 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 getting that garnering that glory right the poet of the thing doesn't get it right right and 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 the dude who bites it a little bit does Right. but by doing the thing that the it's just such a fascinating cycle that that, oh, that we, we're well, I mean, sort of all a part of you know it's like plastic in a landfill or, man it yeah. lasts
1: forever Until and then is buried until somebody fucking digs for it.
2: Yeah, and it finds you know it's it's something new. Can I give a little information? Sure. Um, this is about about Vasco regarding about the concerts. So this is actually more fascinating than than I originally thought. So it's not five hundred million. Obviously. Yeah. Um, I might have been thinking about um giant dickhead. (laughs) (laughs) Things like Live 8,
1: where there are like millions. Millions. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, so this is single artist concerts. Vasco Rossi. Holds number one with two hundred and twenty five thousand one hundred and seventy-three. That's very specific. <laughs> that That's was um yeah. so
0: nearly a quarter million people. Yeah. So a little then, bit different than five hundred million,
2: but continue. Number two, someone I've never heard of. Bigello Dugmi. Right. From I Belgrade. Won't. Right. But who's this person? We don't know. <laughs> two hundred thousand to two hundred and twenty thousand. We're oh, not really shit. sure. Number three, yet another person we have not heard of. That's
0: fucking fascinating because to make it in music, everyone is of the mind you have to make it in America. Right.
2: This person's name is Glay. And this was from (laughs) 1999. making shit up now. Chiba, city Chiba. I don't know where that is. Yeah. uh, And they had 200,000. Probably illegal to smoke it. (laughs) (laughs) And then finally, (laughs) number four, um, Paul McCartney, 184,000. So he is effectively
0: 40 grand less than your boy. Yeah.
2: And then we got Tina Turner, Frank Sinatra, Luciana ligiboo I don't know who that is. Uh, then Bruce Springsteen, U2, oh, Queen, Madonna, Rolling Stones, Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson, Oasis, Robbie Williams, Queen, and so on and so forth. You get right, to your point.
0: Right. I love how Robin's up there.
2: That there's a whole world of stuff that we don't know about. So sure. as Anglo's, we are descended from Anglo Saxons. At least our culture, for the most sure. part, our is languages, for descended sure. yeah. from from Beowulf. Right. 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 Yeah. So cool. that's why, uh, you know, we're hold, you can hold it in such high esteem. and that, I think, Gygax would not exist. Absolutely. Without Beowulf. And that was. And it would Gygax would not exist by purely Ovid. But who yeah. is Italy's Gygax?
1: A guygax? <laughs> <Jesus. laughs>
2: Ovid. I, I'm, I'm interesting. I would love. I'm actually gonna. This yeah, is, it's this gotta is, be Ovid. I'm intellectually curious. Well, no, like who oh, is I, I, oh,
0: who's the, the the I got? Gotcha. Yeah, like what who's is carrying that? What torch? is the stream? You've got
2: who's Ovid, carrying that torch, and then yeah. what is their Lord of the Rings? It doesn't have to be high fantasy. I would could say just be I like,
0: would say uh, uh, Italo Calvino.
2: Okay. He's fantastic. He's a little, what is, is he... Um, he's early uh, 20th century. And was he like slipstream... I don't want to say magical realist because everybody yes, says that. but he is. It's
0: but he is. Stuff. He absolutely yeah. is. He's in that. He's in that wheelhouse. Wheelhouse. Everything's coming up wheelhouse.
1: Everything's coming up high fantasy is what you mean.
0: You're right. And I love that the Mead Hall is such a fantastic sort of like link to all this because that's where grendel is of course destroying all the men in the beginning you said mead hall i said house i think mead which mead was wrong mead hall. i said Mead hall yeah was that right yeah, yeah i think that is right right, is what, right. What, what i shit for
2: what i heard was <laughs> meat hall <laughs> like, like you like just look at this hall of meat <laughs> dude just went to restaurant depot yo check out the back of my pickup truck bro so much We talked about- There's so much meat back there.
0: The story of (laughs) X- This meat hall. A while ago. (laughs) Keep your mind out of the quarry, The book of- (laughs) The book of X,
1: yeah. This meat hall. Yo, check out this meat hall, bro. (laughs) Did I say- I said mead, right? You said meat hall, but not- You said meat hall. Daniel heard
2: meat hall. (laughs) Meat hall. (laughs) Maybe I'm hungry. It's Friday night. We have not Uh, eaten dinner yet. That's true. I've had a few beers, and uh, you said meat hall. Yep. Here we go. Um, so, final thoughts on the album. And a sirloin?
1: Ooh, Ooh. baby. Final thoughts on Gygax's high fantasy. Um, it's a lot of fun. It is. Terrific fun. Yeah. You you can't not have fun listening to this album. I don't really care who you are. You, you can bop to this. You could be some dickhead in a meat hall. <laughs> or some dickhead yeah. driving
2: up a meat hall.
0: <laughs> it it is It is something that, like... If you're looking like we've already said for like something original, like this shouldn't just like the this is a good tie. Just like the book should not be your first or only introduction and engagement with Beowulf. This album should not be your first and only introduction to this type of music. Correct. Right.
1: Secondary theme. I listen to Maiden.
0: Get some maiden in your Hell
1: blind. yeah, dude. Not vanilla fudge. Somewhere in time. Roll back Dib the vanilla Dib fudge. Dib 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 fudge. Dib I'm Dib not going to
0: roll it back. I think that was a, d- a different conversation. Okay. Zombies. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I stand by Carmine all the time. Dude is dope. I saw, is he the keyboard player? He's the drummer.
1: Obviously, okay. He told the story about the drum I was, a little bit I was not he listening out, dude. <laughs> He's just he out of fuck it I'll I just him try him to think of fuck. how to take him down <laughs> yeah, yeah, a, I was waiting I? Laying in wait for my next moment yeah. <laughs> It's very right, difficult with you two today What's this
0: motherfucker's <laughs> <hamatia>? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah I I, I, I concur I'm not going to uh, Belabor the point It's f- fun, music. Nice. fun
1: music
0: It is And so we move to the mead in this case, it is the Alchemist, one of our country's uh, greatest contributions to uh, the uh, the old imbibement. Um, the Alchemist is 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 known. Yes. Right? Uh, Nick for for what beers? Uh,
1: they are known primarily for heady topper, which,
0: which, Ooh, a, which nice cracked good. you right after oh, the heady nice. Topper. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, it's known for holy heady holy shit. That is black dark as black. Night? Yes.
2: we have not seen <laughs> holy that fuck, it's my intense dude.
1: isn't it since uh that was terrifying so this is a what Brit- was the v- did you see my reaction yes, yes. that was what genuine. was what
2: was the beer we had for holy the a novel idea cast so um wasn't that a black ipa a black milk stout
0: oh right right that was uh the, uh, uh left-hand brewery right Mm-mm, i don't know i thought it was Fuck man. Uh, but that was if that you was care, You carry go back and figure it out. <laughs> yeah. I don't That was
1: oil. So this is This is
0: oil.
1: So, so dark. It's almost like the the blackest substance known to man. Like you remember seeing that video? You reduced
0: a mad elf. This <laughs> might be what you get. This is like a balsamic glaze. <laughs> <laughs> it's how thick it is. It's intense. Dude, when I poured that, no shit I may have. <laughs> <laughs> um Yes, oh, so wow. the
1: Alchemist is known primarily for Hetty Topper, Jesus. which is an IPA. They're also known for. This is madness. Um, what's the other one called? Are you scared, Daniel? Um, focal just, Banger. i trying to get the. Focal,
0: uh, b- well, you have Hetty Topper, but don't you also have. Um, uh 9.2%. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> what are you doing? Who's you know? taking a walk
0: <laughs> to go p- get some goddamn wings in a little bit? Who's putting it in a sixteen-ounce can? Someone with gigantic balls, because <laughs> that. Well, let me tell you what. Wow, like Grendel. I mean, they. Yeah. So, might as well.
1: This is the Alchemist's British-style Imperial Stout. Daniel Which is, is not madness wrong. to call it British, because
0: it would be 3.8%
1: then. This is 9.2% th- it's, ABV. It's
2: three of them in one can, though.
1: Yeah, smell it. Ooh, isn't that oh, nice? What's that?
0: Wow. <laughs> oh, it got on my lip. <laughs> it's in my lip.
1: Why don't we take a sip, Okay, and it. Uh, we'll we discuss. It. We already cracked them. Here we go. Holy fuck. Ooh,
0: buddy! I felt it go down. <laughs> it was oh. like cough syrup, yeah, right? Dude, that was. A, I feel like the thickening.
2: I feel like a, I feel like the Tin Man who has Holy been
0: awakened. <laughs> yeah, man, I have a heart. I'm and so it's thrilled. Th- thoroughly,
1: I'm so pumped. How excited oh, you guys are! I am lubed up, my friends.
0: <laughs> yeah, I um. I'm like when you go to AutoZone or Pep Boys, and they're like, <laughs> this is when they have that little crank that you can turn, and it's like, this is your garbage oil, turn mm-hmm. it. And then this is, this is the luscious alchemist, turn it. That's what we got here. Whole, we are greased up on all fronts. Those yeah, teeth buddy. are, are mojinating.
1: Best drink that slow. Ooh. It is absolutely a, there's a viscosity to it that oh, it is yes
0: very pleasant yeah we've noted that a number of times it's a coating there's a coating oh yeah
1: happening you should if you if you ever have this again and you pour it into a glass yes um
0: which would have been a good idea i can't believe i didn't bring glasses,
2: the glass <laughs> i'm
0: glad you didn't <laughs> let me do it
2: well like, we're not pouring the, oh, you, you got we got to see the legs on this thing where is
1: um. <clears> throat> okay, throat okay.
0: Throat> Let's get some legs. Let's get some legs on it. I'll get some legs on it. We can get some legs on it. Let's get some legs on it. Okay. <laughs> <God's> <laughs> sweet we'll be name. right back, listener. <laughs> God speed you, Black Emperor. <laughs> 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 oh, mother. Let's luscious Jackson this. I <laughs> right, we're. Jeez, say that. Let's <laughs> luscious Jackson this. Let's luscious Jackson this. Oh, my God. It's like. Fucking oil. Jesus Christ, my man. Okay, so this is one of those that when you go like this, there's a copper
2: foam yep. that coats, and
1: it stains the fucking glass. It's like
2: burning oh. through the glass, like Grendel's blood.
0: Jesus. <laughs> wow. Yeah, man, this is. Um, she's got some legs on her.
1: That's
2: something.
0: Yeah. Speaking of ZZ Top, am I right? It's
2: like it's coated it you could really has and when you're
0: looking through it it's got like this copper tinge to it you could
2: put honey in this glass and it'll just pour right out (laughs) 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 yeah it's uh what's that uh it's, it's a teflon
0: yeah there we go situation going on there
2: i'm gonna cook with this
0: right yeah you know what dude this would be a fantastic a
2: little, little pork, let it sit.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Throw it in. Um, Wow. Well, Imagine the if Alchemist you, is... If you marinated, throw it on a steak. Oh, yeah. Let it break down. Oh, yeah. Oof. The Alchemist oh. is, is
1: no stranger <laughs> to uh, creating um, food concoctions with their beer. Like they have a Heady Topper hot sauce. Um, Type? They, yeah, they do a number of things. You know what's really
2: like great about this beer? What's that? is that a lot of the beers that are like this, this imperial style, and I think yes. this is maybe where the British style is coming in. Okay. Is Take they're so sketch. smoky mm-hmm. and yeah. kind of chalky, chocolatey at yep. the end. Yeah, yeah. And yes. it's like, it's this grainy thing. Yep. This doesn't have it. No. It leaves, it like, it's, 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 so, it's so smooth. It's very mild. Yeah. It doesn't leave that grit in the back of your throat. Right. Yes. This just leaves, you feel like,
0: yeah, the viscosity, yes. the coating that you were talking about before. Absolutely. And it's very mild. Like, it's pleasant.
2: Yes. Yes. This'll, f- you could choke on it. <laughs> fucking fuck
1: you. Oh, yeah. You can't listen. You cannot. No, you cannot. You cannot. <laughs> and
0: dear listener, you cannot. You cannot. You cannot. You cannot. You cannot. It is a, it's a dangerous try. situation. Oh, you can I wouldn't. Why bother? Good gravy, Miss. Maybe. Maybe. Holy Dude I don't think
1: we've ever had this reaction On this show ever Holy
0: (laughs) shit Because it's a fantastic beer But I don't think I've ever Like I've looked around And known Why I'm fucked (laughs) On every previous episode Yeah, This I haven't drank And hardly drunk Jesus in like (laughs) Three hours since, since i don't last think i've period i've had like oh my god like a quarter of glass here and it, it immediately put me it'll, in the hell's kitchen
1: it'll rip you right up mm. rip you mm. right up
2: so i've been drinking love stouts this evening and yeah. uh there you go. Good on i you. just went back to it and how are you now i love love stout i know love you do. Stout's great but it i don't care for it i've it had tastes, bad experiences it tastes like nothing now it tastes like nothing. I've yeah. actually
0: because that hmm. is a very distinctive flavor that love stout.
2: I know. All right. Listen, I it's gotta kind of erode the uh alchemy, coating. Whew. Yeah, oh, man.
0: I don't know what today's gonna bring. So I literally am I'm like wondering what the rest of my day is gonna be
1: like because of this. My friends it's and only I... a few hours left, so I hope it's <laughs> all good fine. things. I've got. A you lot got your of couch energy. right
0: there. Yeah, you'd think that's where I would go. (laughs) (laughs)
2: so my friends and i
1: have have ventured up into boston and not boston massachusetts and vermont and gone to some of the most highly rated breweries on earth
0: braggadocious no
1: i mean that i say that to say this (laughs) because to piggyback off daniel's point there's beers that i've had and loved before i've had those other beers at that places like Treehouse and uh hill farmstead and the alchemist and now Ooh, it's look at me oh, no I've stop been it been damn it i've been in a tree house all
2: right, oh, Let me tell you about my all
1: right fine fuck Ooh,
2: you we
0: finish
1: the
2: thought oh, my thought is this we all take twips
1: the beer that <laughs> 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 the beer that i loved before this doesn't have nearly the weight that it used to and right it bums me out this will
0: fuck your whole rating system yep. up i'm with you a yep. thousand percent it's a shame and i mock you in jest this is this is this is something else my dude i don't know what to fucking think because <laughs> my scale is gone now for yeah. real like i'm being very serious yeah. like my 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 internal rating scale what i knew about this is a moment like you said never before on the cast. This is sort of a momentous thing for me because my whole rating scale is different now. Like IPAs are 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 a very different animal right. now. Cuz we're talking about a similar alcohol content but then like and maybe it's cuz I'm getting old but like what's the drinkability of this? And what's the worth of Taking them down, you know what I mean. Like right. this, this now we're in a different we're a different arena here. That we've we've elevated our status a bit. This we've crossed is the a, Rubicon. Yeah, we've there we go twice in one cast. Yeah, Nicely buddy. done. Yeah, you're right. I I I I agree. And what's interesting about the alchemist is like, and I think this is something that actually ties it all in together. Is I've been thinking a lot about like what is good art what is good like what what do we what is your your rating what is your what is your sense of doing right doing well in a thing that you pursue um and there's a, a certain thing that i love about certain artists and people where you have a level of expectation that they are holding themselves to and then you can assume and that's really fantastic. And the alchemist does that. Like, like, you can go into their place and get anything and be surprised, excited, but always, like, satisfied and contented, right, by what they've put out. And, and it's, it's, it's sort of becoming a rare thing that you can look to uh, a person, an entity, and have an expectation that's met because they're meeting their expectations, right. and they're holding themselves accountable and to a certain you know degree sure. of uh, precision let's say for lack of a better fucking word, but I think that works um and and that's something i i I always think about um and i I'll bring it back to how are you now because when I think of the people that spoke like that there was a, a certain level of expectation of of what that person held themselves to and then what they expected of you. And I think when you surround yourself and engage with that, people who are holding themselves to something, you too do the same, like you, you act accordingly. Um, and it's interesting because I'm reading civil disobedience with my students right now and, and Thoreau held himself to that and he argued for no government because he thought humans at their core, at their essence, could hold themselves accountable in a way that we wouldn't need laws and these childish restrictions. Like Star Trek. Yeah,
1: exactly. Twice in one cast.
2: Cheers, gentlemen. Beautiful. That was, that was really well said. Well done.
1: <laughs> I, I, I ended with a joke there because I, I just don't know how to follow that up. I give know.
2: Beowulf... The uh, comic, the graphic novel.
0: Leave a comic. Uh,
2: f- three out of five flea-riddled serfs. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're in the Middle Ages, <laughs> where we need alchemy. <laughs> best, <laughs> best rating
0: system surfs. yet. That's the best scale you've come up with, sir. <laughs> We've done ourselves in this time. I give next to me garbage compared. To this. Like, Holy shit.
2: The album um three and a three and a half flea riddled surfs, because he's got leprosy, so that's where you get the half surf. <laughs> <laughs> and this He's already dead. <laughs> uh, this beer. I mean, come on. Five Jesus. out of five flea riddled surfs.
0: <laughs> Holy yes I'm gonna echo everything you, i'm with you I'm right. with you I'm with the three out of five for the Beowulf comic I'm with the three point five for the album and i'm 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 with the the perfect score for the beer absolutely. Flea-riddled surfs is what we're rating right now. Yes. That's the scale that we're operating <laughs> on.
1: <laughs> I got uh, I got five or four out of 5 free flea-riddled flea. <laughs> ah, he ah it. the beer's getting me. It fucking got me. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. I got um, again four out of five flea-riddled surfs for Beowulf. That is a tough one. Um, I'm hearing it from yeah. someone else. I have uh, I, I agree with the three three point five flea lepros- leprosy surf, the leprosy yeah, the cheers. leprosy surf it's an image you can't view um, yourself which part's the, gone which half of them is gone this is truthfully one of the best stouts I've ever had in my entire <laughs> life so Jesus if Christ. not one of not even not the a best. stoutman and,
2: and it's, it's just it's, it's eclipsed yeah. everything I knew it says luscious on
1: the can Fuck. and boy is it mm-hmm. uh, it perfectly describes itself yeah. I'm um, sorry
0: Miss Jackson <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: you are for real
2: i am three eels
1: (laughs) (laughs)
0: oh good memeage there daniel anybody
1: listening at this point is like god damn that really got to them (laughs) hit us with the social (laughs) okay so, um, there, make sure you check us out on social media. We are on slash Book Record Beer Podcast. We're on Twitter at Book Record Beer and on Instagram at Book.Record.beer. Join us next month. It's an oil can. For Camus. <laughs> I can't talk over that. got <laughs> <At> the. <laughs> Daniel! All right. Join us next month. We got Albert Camus uh, and yes. his myth of Sisyphus. We got Soundgarden, super unknown. And we have a beer that is TBD. Push it. So, um, push it. Thanks for listening. Have a lovely, lovely, push lovely push month. See you next time. Push it real good.
0: <laughs> we'll push it real good.